You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yes. Welcome in, everybody. It is your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra here. And it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. You are joining the Shark Tank, of course, with Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz here today. Uh, We will be talking Cleveland Browns football, the Brownies. And uh, I know, you know, a lot of people might be looking at my shirt. And we had a debate down in the Fantasy Pit of Misery. It wasn't much of a debate, really. It was me on one side, everybody else on the other. I think this shirt's orange. I wore it for the Browns because they wear orange and brown. But everybody's telling me this shirt is salmon. So, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, what is up? And tell me, is this shirt salmon or is it orange? I think it's pink. Ah, damn. It looks pink to me. Pink, huh? Yours looks red. Given your latest revelations about how you like these big freakish guys... (laughs) You know, I get it. Man. Here we Not go. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I knew that was coming. George, it's not orange, George? It's a lot of things. Orange is not one of them. Don't get me wrong. I, I've got a shirt the same color, but that's not orange, man. That, uh, salmon is probably what I would call it as well. But Jim's right. It's, it's closer to pink than it is to orange. Sorry to tell you that. <sighs> so I failed. I thought it was orange this morning. Somehow my fiance also thought it was orange. Because uh, I told them I'm wearing it for the for the Cleveland Browns. Thank you, Brian. What's in the pit name? says it's orange. Um, <laughs> everybody else is saying it's salmon or pink. That well, it's not orange. I thought it was orange. Not orange think guys. that's orange. Maybe I'm colorblind. It's a light. It's a bright orange. You know, <laughs> a bright, yeah. bright orange. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I tried. I was trying to, you know, in celebration of the. 2019, the new look Cleveland Browns. I tried to wear orange, but it didn't work out. So, moving on. Um, My shirt is orange. Mine is brown. (laughs) No, yours is red. We saw that. That's red. Uh, Really? Mine's white. Yours is blue. (laughs) I I think other people are colorblind. Mine is not blue, but if you think mine is blue, then you are colorblind. Oh, no, that's green. That's green, yeah. What? This is about (laughs) as black as you can possibly get. That's black? Yes, sir. Given... Under the lights, it, it does have. It looks green olive, it. yeah. It's like olive, yeah. you know. Yeah, this is so very, you know, at least on the, this is very on black. The camera, it does come across. That's what I mean. Thing. Different lighting will give you a different shade. Like I feel like in, I guess in my house it looked orange. My shirt, I don't know, but uh, that shirt's black. That shirt's red. This is how it's starting the fantasy football <laughs> frenzy on a Wednesday, uh, it's August fourteenth. Wednesday. <laughs> Jeez, all wearing different. Uh, screaming colors, except, well, not George Kurtz. His is dark. But me and, me and Jim, screaming loud colors. Because uh, it's Cleveland Browns Day. And last year, they, came, they went 7-8-1, and one, came third in the division. This division was tight. Ravens won the division at 10-6. and six. Steelers were 9-6-1, nine and, nine, and one, just missed by a half a game, really. Uh, and the Browns 7-8-1. and one. And that tie was between the Browns and the Steelers. So, talking Browns today. But first, latest news around the NFL... Of course, uh, we'll start with Andrew Luck again, which we did yesterday. But now, new, new news comes out. Every day, something new about Andrew Luck. Uh, first, it was the bone. You know, at first, we thought it was a calf. Then there's a bone issue. Now, there's a high ankle issue, maybe a high ankle sprain. This is well, really starting to get swearing, concerning. It's not a high ankle sprain. Okay. That's what they're swearing. Of right course now. they are. Yeah. 
Um, but this is also the team that let him go 480 days before getting surgery on his shoulder. An injury that happened in 2015, he had to wait till 2017 to get surgery on his shoulder. So, doesn't fare well for people drafting luck right now. Yeah, and that, you know, I'm one of those people who did already, but it's all right. Um, you know, you got to back that up with a good backup quarterback, as you know. Now it's getting, now you could get him really for cheap because I don't think any, I think everybody's concerned. And like George said yesterday, you know, he has odd injuries where it's like he seems really fragile and, you know, he's out for years going to different places to try to heal and all this stuff. Uh, I don't understand. Andrew stay Luck, away from the stay cryogenic from Luck. chamber. Stay away from the cryogenic chamber. <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand because Hard Knocks was on last night, and I watch Hard Knocks. Um, I know you guys haven't really been watching it, but um, he was explaining that, and John Gruden was saying this too, that it wasn't really his fault. Um, you know, he didn't realize, and supposedly it was a mistake or some tech, some issue with the equipment, basically that that's why his feet, yeah, there was water on the floor of the, the equipment. They never should have let anybody in when there's water on the floor of the equipment. You can't have it. It's got to be dry. And they had water on the floor of the equipment, one of the, the writers was talking about. And that, that, I mean, that's an absolute no-no. So that's on the, the company that he went to, not him. Yeah, see, but then I heard a different report about how he just didn't wear the right footwear or he didn't wear any. Well, I, that was part of it, too. I'm not going to say that. But it wasn't, I, I yeah. The, the part about the water, though, I think in, in reality was the bigger part because if he didn't wear the right footwear, sure, it would have bothered him. But if it was dry, it wouldn't have bothered him half as much as it did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Understandable. Well, whatever the case may be, he is back at, uh, at camp, and that's good news. You know, for whoever's getting Antonio Brown right now on that discount, maybe in the third round, very good news to see him back because we're more concerned with that foot then we are the helmet thing, which was, you know, obviously a spectacle. But uh, on Hard Knocks, they didn't really address that too much. At the end, they kind of brought it up, but they didn't really say anything about it. They didn't show Gruden saying anything really about it. It was kind of weird that they didn't bring that up, but they did talk about the foot a lot. Um, did you see the blow-up helmet he brought to camp? No, I did not. Yeah, it's a blow-up helmet. He said, I'm going to wear this from now on. <laughs> Antonio Brown. I don't know. I feel like he's losing his marbles a little bit. I think he's losing his marbles a little bit. But, I mean, this is what happens sometimes with wide receivers. Wide receivers, things get to their head and they become divas. Uh, he's kind of looking like a bit of a diva right now. I know the foot thing was serious, so let's not make fun of that. But the helmet thing, I mean, come on, you know. Uh, everybody's got to change that helmet, not just you, you know. So do your thing. All right, when we come back from the break, we'll touch on uh, Kenyon Drake. Looks like he's got a bit of a serious injury. He might miss the whole preseason, but hopefully be back for week one. We'll see. Uh, and a couple other bits of news around there. Jim Day, George Kurtz, it is your boy, the closer Chris Venture, Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Wednesday. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. The morning after. Freddie Kitchens uh, here saying, I like the kid. I think he's a good person. Sometimes people lump these sort of things into being a bad person. When people lump in stolen credit card, uh, theft of a dead girl, and sexual assault accusations, and people just sort of lump all that stuff together, Joe. Josh Gordon, he just couldn't stop smoking. Josh Gordon actually isn't a bad guy. He just can't stop smoking. We, this guy is a total POS. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah. Rock out. Fantasy Football Frenzy, welcome back. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Uh, and the Goon Squad League will be... Uh, I will have all, I have all the names written down, and I will send them... I will send invites to whoever I need to, wherever I can. Twitter, YouTube, some people send me stuff, email, whatever it is. I don't think we, we got should send uh, anybody invites. No? No, not at all. Not a single one of them should get invites. Why is not that? In, not until those thumbs up get higher. Oh, yeah, that's we right. We only got 10. Come on, Come on guys. You want to get in this league, you got to get our thumbs up higher. Yeah, because this, this is going to be, I'm thinking $50, and uh, which isn't bad. It's fair price, and then, you know, we'll give the champion a nice chunk. I'll figure out the payout, uh, and it should be fun. You want to be in the Goon Squad? We get the likes up. Let's go, baby. It's Fancy Football Frenzy on a Wednesday, and we're talking Cleveland Browns, where 
There's all sorts of fantasy gold and value and darlings here on this team. Uh, but before we get right into the Cleveland Browns, I do want to say a couple more things. Kenyon Drake, like we said, in a walking boot today, somebody asked me in the chat, Does this, is this good? Is this a good thing for his value? Uh, and I said, well, I hope so. But, you know, this news came out today. I'm not really sure how much, how far down he's going to drop in drafts. So it's hard to tell, but I would assume you could get him at a decent discount at this point. But he might be back for week one. As of right now, they said he'll be out a while. Drake saying it's nothing serious. Two contradictory reports here. And then, um, you know, they're saying likely to miss most of preseason, but there's a chance he'll be back for week one. So keep your eyes on that. Uh, and I'm waving to my, my friends. How you doing? Uh, and, you know, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see how that develops. But other thing, Amari Cooper. This is concerning. Amari Cooper has plantar fascia irrit- irritation. And if anyone knows, plantar fasciitis is a pretty annoying, lingering injury that could affect someone for a while. Uh, and it could be a scary thing for Cooper for the whole season. Um, George. But this isn't, wait, wait, make sure you realize this isn't plantar fasciitis. fasciitis yes. Okay, so let me ask you this. I know there's been a couple of guys who had plantar fasciitis and they were never the same in their career. Was Jimmy Graham one of those guys? Ooh, oh, man. I'm trying uh, I'm to think. I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember. I know that there uh, was two. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah. I believe there was like two guys who had plantar fasciitis uh, in recent history that it was a lingering issue and it affected them the whole season. Uh, and quite frankly, they were really never the same game. I think maybe Victor Cruz was part of that too. No, Victor Cruz had a different thing, didn't he? he had, no, no. no that might have been a neat thing. Mixed yeah. up. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm, trying I'm to mixing see up those two here. injuries, probably. But plantar fasciitis, I know, is a lingering, uh, annoying issue. Um, Graham had it in two, 2013. Okay. Did he have how how he, did his he, career he dealt with it the rest of the season, but missed no games? And how did he do that year? I, I, I gotta go look that up. I don't remember 2013. Crap. <laughs> I thought you were looking at the season, George. No, no, I, I was looking at a different site. All right, George. What do you are you concerned with the Cooper thing right now? Does this scare you? Are you staying away? When it, when it comes to plantar fasciitis or fascia, uh, it's not like a broken bone. There are different levels of it. I've had uh, plantar fasciitis in both feet from uh, from hockey, and mm-hmm. I've had very mild cases. Now you're right; it doesn't go away. It takes a long time. By a long time, I mean it can take a year. There's not much they can do. What plantar fasciitis is? It's a tearing in the tissues at the on the soles of your feet. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the d- degree of tear. We're talking a slight tear or a major tear. You know, the major tear, yeah, you're screwed because there's nothing you can do. You know, you can, you can play through it. It's a pain tolerance issue or an uncomfortable tolerance issue. Uh, but it's all about the degree here. Now, with Cooper, it seems to be a mild thing. So we had to, I guess the worst case scenario is, yeah, it may not go away, but he should be able to play through it. Mm-hmm. You know, he may have to take some pain meds, but even that would seem unlikely. Uh, once again, I'm not comparing myself to a professional athlete. I've had it in both feet. It didn't stop me from doing anything, but mine was a mild case. Mm-hmm. You can do everything you want. You, do, you feel it. It's annoying. It's there. It's certainly uncomfortable. And sometimes it'll go away. You'll feel great. You think, oh, I'm over it. And then it comes back a couple of days later. It's just, it's very, uh, I said, it's annoying. It's really the best way to describe it. It's annoying. If it's a mild case, he'll be fine. If it's more severe, as you talk with other athletes, yeah, it could be an issue here. That being said, if you believe all the reports, which it's, still, it's silly to kind of do, 
Uh, it looks like he'll be fine. He may not practice until after they leave training camp in Oxford and they get back to Dallas, which case, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But if it lingers into the season, he's missing practice time during the season, then it's a bigger concern to me. But I'm concerned with Cooper anyway. Yeah, I don't think Dallas is going to make this big you know, offensive explosion via the passing game here. Right. Unless gonna, they might try if Elliott keeps holding out, but other than that, I have Cooper a little lower on my rankings than everybody else anyway. Okay. So there you have it. I mean, so there's levels to this plantar fascia thing. Uh, if it's mild, he could fight through it. He'll probably, I'm sure, take some sort of pain meds if he has to before games and be able to, every Sunday, fight through it and do what he needs to do. But it's still a concern. Uh, and honestly, George, uh, I'm, it looks like these Dallas, Cowboy, Dallas Cowboys here uh, kind of, I'm not going to say falling apart, but you got Zeke holding out. You got Dak looking for a big deal. You got Amari Cooper with this injury. Last place <laughs> a little in the It's NFC. a little frustrating Come if you're a Cowboys. Down, Dallas Cowboys. And I picked them to win the division. I'm kind of regretting that right now a little bit. Uh, but we'll see. There's plenty of time. Still a lot of preseason right, left. We're only into week two of preseason coming up. uh, And, you know, there's a lot of time for things to shake out. Uh, Did you find out about Jimmy Graham, Jim? Okay. Jim? Okay. So, Jim's frozen in time. What can you (laughs) do? Lovely red shirt, though. (laughs) Lovely red shirt. Uh, I can't say the same for my salmon shirt, but, hey, talking Cleveland Browns. I got the same shirt, by the way, so I got to like it. Oh, you do? Okay, thank you. There you go. George, George on the bandwagon here. Cleveland Browns 2019. I got to give them credit. Uh, they made a lot of ch- moves, a lot of changes. They're trying to become a, a, you know, turn this franchise around, which they've been, let's face it, uh, pretty awful for the most part in the last 20 plus years. I mean, forever. Uh, I don't know. I guess back in the day they were better, but recent, recent history, no, not very good. Uh, not a great franchise. Keep changing coaches. This year, obviously, new head coach, Freddie Kitchens, comes in. Former Arizona Cardinals offensive, uh, you know, running backs coach he was at one point, tight ends coach. He did a lot of things there. Uh, but he's never really been a true coordinator till last season. Uh, now he's the head coach. So a lot of people are concerned about Freddie Kitchens being able to handle this new regime in Cleveland, which has high expectations coming in. you got a lot of shiny new toys and just a lot of appeal uh, in terms of offensive and defense on the defensive side of the football. Uh, then you got new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, former Tampa Bay Bucks offensive coordinator, um, and new defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. He was the Cardinals head coach, not last year, but prior to that, and uh, Panthers defensive coordinator for many years. So revamping this coaching staff, right? Uh, that's one thing. Then they made a ton of additions, also some subtractions. They lose Duke Johnson, as we know recently. Jamie Collins, a linebacker, offensive lineman. Zietler in the trade with the Giants that included Jabril Peppers as well. They lose both those guys. Uh, defensive lineman Emmanuel Ogba, and then in the trade as well. Uh, but they do get in return Kareem Hunt they signed this year. We have to wait eight games to see him play. Odell Beckham Jr., huge part of that trade with the Giants. Olivia Vernon, another huge part of that trade. Sheldon Richardson and defensive end Eric, uh, I'm sorry, defensive back Eric Murray. Uh, they made a lot of moves and they're trying to make this team good. And the Cleveland Brown fans, quite frankly, deserve it. I love those fans, the dog pound. You know, they root for their team no matter what. Uh, they come into the season as the 20th ranked O line on profootballfocus.com. Uh, last year, they were seventh against the pass in DVOA defense, defensively, and 25th against the run. So they're working on trying to improve that, that rush D. 
So there you have it. That's all the changes. But let's start where, you know, might be the bread and butter, uh, one of the safest picks on the Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb. Now we're about to head to break, but real quick, we have Jim Day back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm not sure what the heck's going on. So before we head to break, I wanted to know about that Jimmy Graham thing. He was the number one tight end that year. He was the number one tight end that year. So maybe it was a mild plantar fasciitis? Yeah, they didn't really go into to how bad it was. Uh, they, okay, no, I'm wrong. They said it was a grade one. So, yeah, it was a mild one. It was a mild one. Okay. So depending on the severity, hopefully it's not that serious with Cooper uh, and you could still get him at a decent price in draft day 2019 fantasy football all right so we'll be right back fantasy football frenzy it is your boy the closer jim day george kurtz on a wednesday presented by the fantasy sports network and sports grid here in studio 34 we'll be right back baby As it relates to Dak. So the first thing, position, yep, quarterbacks, you got to pay them. Yep. But the second part for me is the interesting one. I've seen Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. What they do is elevate the play of others, win games on their own. And I believe that Dak is not in that category. I believe Dak is a competent, serviceable, average quarterback. And that has value. That value is just not $30, $40 million. Watch live Mondays and Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY YouTube channel. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, 
leaving the range or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. We rocking and we rolling, everybody. And you know what else is? NFL preseason is here with another slate of games this week, and season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing. Head over to rotoexperts.com and check out the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Tech and the Roto Experts have you covered with Dynasty, season-long, and best ball formats, giving you an edge, regardless of what type of season-long fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. There you go, Jim Day Reads, rotoexperts.com. Check it out. Get all your fantasy needs, um, content, everything you need for the 2019 NFL season which we're in the preseason right here. We're talking Cleveland Browns football. They came in third place last year, NFC North. Tomorrow's the Cincinnati Bengals. That's, gonna, that's not going to you know, be very fun. But, hey, got to talk about every team. We're previewing every team for you for fantasy. Every value pick, every possible pick you can have, in deep leagues, whatever league you're in, super flex, you name it. Uh, and like I mentioned, I told you all the changes before the break. Uh, one thing I didn't mention in the draft, they – Addressed the defense heavily. They draft cor- their f- first pick, which was in the second round, cornerback Greedy Williams uh, from LSU. Linebacker Sione Takitaki <laughs> uh, was their second pick of the draft. Sheldrick Redwine, a safety, and linebacker Mac Wilson. Those were their first four picks of the draft, all defensive players. Uh, so they're looking to vamp this defense up and make it something special. And honestly, I think the defense looks real good, uh, on paper at least. Uh, the whole team looks good on paper. That's why we're all hyped about it. Are we overhyped? I don't know. Uh, I think the defense is good enough to make this team, uh, even if they struggle offensively, or Odell Beckham gets injured, or Baker Mayfield's going crazy and having fights with Landry and Beckham, and everybody's a mess. I think this defense is good enough to keep things at bay. But we will see. We're talking fantasy here, though. Nick Chubb is the running back of choice. He is the workhorse on this team. Kareem Hunt doesn't come back for first eight games. He's gone. He comes back week 10, I believe, because I think they have a bye, right? Week they have nine. a bye in week seven, but it's actually, yeah, he comes back in week 10. Week 10. So you're missing Hunt for all that time. You got Chubb by himself pretty much. Duke Johnson gets traded to the Houston Texans. And now the de facto third down role that to fill Duke Johnson's void is Dontrell Hilliard. Uh, so we'll speak about him too. But this is the running back class right here. We told you about him two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Don, Don, well, did we speak about him on the program? Yeah, yes, we did. All right. Well, this is the Cleveland Browns preview. So, uh, you know, Dontrell Hilliard, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, these are running backs. So Chubb could be that. George, here's the question. Is Chubb... And we saw what we could do last year. 5.2 yards per carry. Had a fantastic rookie campaign. Uh, he didn't do a ton in the passing game, which I, I think a lot of people believe he won't be a, a big-time pass-catching back. But 
He does a lot on the ground, had, I believe, nine or ten touchdowns. And, you know, just a fantastic season for a rookie. And now he's there by himself, really. Can he, is he one of these guys we talk about that we covet at running back where he gets all the work for at least the first nine weeks of the season? Sure. I'm not worried about Nick Chubb. I'll take him in, uh, in leagues. And now he's not up there with the, uh, the greatest, the Barkley's, McCaffrey's, Kamara's, those guys, Elliott's, Dave Johnson. But and he's probably not in the second tier with uh, Gurley, Bell. Uh, he's up, but he's there with me. I uh, put Connor in that second tier as well. Mixon, Cook. But after that, he's fine. You put, I, I'd rather have him in Fournette. Rather have him in Freeman. Uh, yep. uh, Jacobs is close there. And it's a passing offense with Mayfield, Beckham, Najoku, Landry, that no one's going to be paying attention to the running game as much. They're going to worry about the big chunk plays coming out of the passing game. So Chubb is never going to see an eight-man front. He's mm-hmm. never going to see defense just trying to take him out of the game. Right. He should be fine. I know people are all worried about Kareem Hunt when he comes back in Week 10. You know what? I'll worry about that in Week 10. What makes you think Hunt's going to come back to be in great shape and all of a sudden take over that role? I think the only way that Hunt takes over that role is, A, if Chubb is hurt, B, if Chubb's not performing well. And does anybody actually think Chubb's not going to perform well? I don't, I don't see that. So I'm not really all that worried about Hunt. Not that he won't take away some carries. He will. But it's not going to be a 50-50 split or a Hunt's job. It's still going to be Chubb's be, Chubb is still going to be the man. Yeah. I mean, listen, if, if Chubb and Chubb looked great last year, what, you know, he should look great this year. According to this offense, how good it looks. Uh, he won't see stack boxes like you heard here. The defense is very good. So maybe they'll take a lot of early leads this season and be able to run the, pound the ball a lot with Chubb, too. Uh, and, you know, he looks great. He's healthy. There's no injury concern with him, which is big. Uh, and listen, I mean, if he's doing fantastic and Hunt comes back, what are they going to do? All of a sudden give Hunt half the carries? No, uh, that's not going to happen. If Chubb's doing the job, is getting the job done, and the Browns are... Uh, that, uh, man. If the no. Browns are... If the Browns are <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. I'm not, not going to argue first place. what you and George, what either of you said about Chubb and Hunt. But the fact of the matter is, there's a very good chance that he could come back and take a decent part of Chubb's work away just to keep Chubb healthy for the playoffs. Okay. And also because they want to showcase him to see if they can get something in a trade at the end of the season. And the only way to do that, to get any value, is to get him on the field and show that he's still the same player he was before all this started. So, you know, I, I get it. The problem here I have with Chubb, and it really comes down to, look, I like Chubb. As a matter of fact, I was, I was just in a high-stakes draft <laughs> the other night where Chubb went number four. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, at first I'm looking at it like, wow, that's freaking nuts. But he's really come up. He's definitely in the first round in most of the recent high-stakes drafts over at the FFWC. So he's in that first round anyway. So if you're at number four and you really think that this kid is going to take that next step, then I don't have a problem you taking him at four. You got to go get your guys sometimes. And that's one. He wouldn't have got him in the second round. At the end of the second round, he would have definitely been gone by then. Mm -hmm. So if he really wanted him, he had to go get him. But at first I looked at it at four. I was like, wow, that's just nuts. But it really isn't nuts. Um, It's just a guy wanting a, a certain player and i get that but my concern here is that hunt takes just enough in the important fantasy weeks weeks 13 through 16 that take chubb down a notch so chubb could get you to your league winning to winning your league but then losing the championship because he's not on the field enough and for fantasy football purposes that could be a really killer thing that could be scary it's true but like you said listen chubb comes in and i 
I mean, I think four is, is a little high, but like, listen, if you want your guy, and I'm, I think he's an RB1 at this point right now coming into the season because he is the guy. He's on a great offense. Uh, he did fantastic last year. He should be just fine, and he should get most of the work at running back here. Uh, and not only that. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. When, yeah, and, and, and the other thing is, even when Kareem Hunt comes, comes back, okay, he should help your team a lot in, you know, in the time that Hunt's not there. This is why in fantasy, I think it's very important. I think the, one of the most important things when you draft is to get running back depth. Running back depth might be one of the most important things you do in fantasy drafts because whether it's Chubb, whether it's somebody else who has an injury risk or is you know potentially getting cut into carries by another running back, uh, whatever the case may be, uh, you know like Gurley for instance, they're we're worried about his touches going down. You can get depth at the running back position later in the draft. You get six, seven running backs. You know maybe by then you'll see what Chubb does with Hunt. You know, you test it out for a week or two. If you see that he's not d- giving you the production you want, which I doubt, okay, uh, then maybe you plug in a running back at this point that you might have picked up even on waivers or that you drafted that's been sitting on your bench that's been producing consistently. By then you'll know what, who's true running backs on your team that could start and who shouldn't uh, or who should be in the waiver wire. And that's where you can switch it up and maybe, not, I'm not saying bench chub, but maybe he's more of a flex option, and you have a, a nice replacement level running back on your uh, on your bench to plug in, uh, in the in, you know towards the end of the season, and you could still win the championship. Okay, uh, it's tough right now taking Chubb as your RB one because you're worried about that at the end. But I think he'll be an RB one for all those weeks that Hunt isn't there. So uh, you know, definitely a high draft pick. But it looks like a lot of people are high in him right now too, as he said in experts draft. He was taken fourth overall. So you're going to have to pay. not experts, high stakes. High stakes, which Which usually are experts. I I actually put more faith in those because those guys have a lot of money involved. (laughs) They have a lot. I'm sorry, what? They have a lot of money involved. They put a lot of money on Yeah, so they're playing seriously, and then, you know, they care. Uh, And a lot of them are probably experts too. So, you know, that's the running back situation. Like we said, there's Jontrell Hilliard, who you could basically get. Uh, for free, he's going as RB121 right now in NFFC, 290 ADP, so you could get him for free. He might be a little bit of a value if he's a pass-catching back, especially in PPR formats. Uh, and then, obviously, Kareem Hunt, another guy you could get really late in a lot of drafts now. I've been seeing him going everywhere. Joe Ranieri took him in the seventh round. Joe Ranieri, who's on Make It Rain, uh, you could find him on uh, The Morning After with Gabe Morenci. Uh, like, he, he took Kareem Hunt and in the seventh round. And everybody yelled at his ass. And everybody ripped him for it. Which seventh was very early for a running back that's missing, uh, that's giving you zero for the first nine, ten weeks of the season. So uh, you can, in a lot of drafts, you could get him later in the double digits or, you know, even towards the end of the draft. So I'm not concerned about Chubb and Hunt and all this situation later in the season. Take Chubb if you want him. He will do you justice throughout most of the season. When we come back, we're about to have to break. We'll talk about Baker Mayfield, another shiny, hyped guy. A lot of these Browns are just hyped this year, uh, and for good reason. Uh, Baker Mayfield looked fantastic last year, but we'll talk about him, and we'll talk about these wide receivers, and of course the tight end, David Njoku, who's been coming up uh, draft boards. A lot of people have him high uh, on their tight end board, so we'll see what happens. So for Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Venture, we'll be right back. I am in a salmon shirt, but it's all right. Still talking Cleveland Browns. It's orange to me. Be right back. Watching some good friends screaming, let me out. 
Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Rain dance! Make it rain. The story with Jen Slater, well, that makes Dak Prescott look like a greedy SOB. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, Jory comes out and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not even remotely close to what's going on, making Dak look good. So you better figure this out before you start Mm -hmm. playing football, man, because this thing could snowball out of control. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. And we're back. Interesting song choice. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Wednesday, August 14th. Football is coming. I'm hyped. We're all hyped here on the Frenzy. Uh, We're talking Cleveland Browns football, NFC North. Uh, And all of us here, we had a a show a few weeks ago where we picked our teams to win divisions and uh, playoffs, etc. for 2019. And we all picked the Browns to win the division. So we're all high on the Browns here. Uh, I know some people aren't because the hype is too much and some people are going against the grain and they like the Steelers and the Ravens, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel Morenci being one of them, and I understand that. But on paper, his team looks too good. 
Uh, and we were talking about the, the running backs. But we'll, we're moving on to the quarterback position here. Baker Mayfield, right? Baker Mayfield last year ended as QB 18. And he didn't play a full season, uh, of course. But he looked fantastic for the most part. This year he comes in as QB 5 according to NFFC's ADP. Uh, 71 overall ADP. And listen, I mean, this is... One of the sexy picks in 2019 at quarterback. Uh, people are jumping all over it. He's most people's top five QBs, uh, five or six at least. What do you think, George? Baker Mayfield this season with all these personalities. I know we're hyping the Browns. Uh, would you spend? Because a lot of people are just paying up for quarterback, and Baker's one of those quarterbacks that they might pay up for. I know you wouldn't do it. Like you always say, you don't like to pay for quarterback. But in Baker's case, how long would you wait before you say, all right, that's a decent value. I'll plug Baker in, in this round. Well, I'm not going to take a quarterback early. So you're not gonna, in one quarterback league, you're not going to see me have Mahomes, Watson, Rodgers, Ryan, Baker. Baker. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the I think the other guys are falling a little low. Now, Luck is going to fall now because of the injury worries here. Uh, listen, Baker has a – he's a personality himself. So when he has to manage all these personalities, he has to manage his own as well. Yeah, how he handled the uh, Duke Johnson, the way he uh, criticized him about not showing up was wrong. You know, right. what's the first rule of a player? Don't criticize another player's money. So he has to, uh, has to learn that as well here. But he has to, uh, you know, he has to rein all these personalities in. What's he going to do when Beckham starts acting out because, I don't know, if one game he only got three catches or Landry's not getting the ball enough? You know, how does he handle that? Or what? They will have a two-game losing streak somewhere, right? How, right. how do they handle that? You know, there's a lot of pressure on Cleveland's gone from, you know, the nobodies. All of a sudden, we're all picking them. You know, everybody's the favorites. They have all these primetime games. Everyone's talking about them now. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of pressure coming along here. Listen, I like Baker. I do. But he's going to go around round six, round seven, and I'm not taking a quarterback there early. I'm just not. If he falls to round eight, round nine, in the draft that we did on uh, Friday, all the quarterbacks fell for the most part. Even right. Mahomes fell around earlier. Watson fell around later, I should say. So in that kind of draft, yeah, I might have it because the value's there. When I say I won't take a quarterback early, it means I'm not going to take Mahomes in round three, Watson in round five, Mayfield and Ryan in round six. But if they fall to round eight or a round or two later, then I have to think about it. I thought about Mahomes in round four in that league. I thought about Watson in round six because the value was there. Mm -hmm. So once the value gets there, yeah, I start taking quarterbacks more seriously. There you have it. Taking quarter I mean, Baker, yeah, you could probably, I mean, in certain drafts, he'll drop to, uh, you know, ninth round, tenth, maybe even the tenth sometimes. It depends on where these quarterbacks are going. And I think once you get to the double-digit rounds, that's when you could pull a plug. Like, if you're a guy that waits on quarterback, I like waiting to the double-digit rounds if you really want to wait uh, and then maybe pull a plug on, on a quarterback. But, uh, you know, Baker is one of those guys that could drop to that 8, 9, 10 uh, spot. And it's funny you say Baker has to manage his own personality, which he does. Uh, you know, he's obviously boisterous, loud, and he, he says a lot of things. Uh, he's aggressive. But I think that's also a good thing at quarterback, you want to kind of rein these personalities in that you have around you. There's a lot of star power, and I think he could handle the pressure because he's handled it before. I think he's got that personality for it. That's why I like Baker this year, uh, and I think he'll be able to rein it in a little bit. Yes, he'll make mistakes, and yes, he'll say the wrong thing sometimes, but I think for the most part, he'll be all right, as opposed to real quick hard, no hard knocks uh, thing clip right here. Nathan Peterman <laughs> yesterday was getting ripped on Hard Knocks by Gruden because he's just so soft-spoken. He's soft. 
He doesn't have a personality. He's quiet. He called him a passive house mouse. He said, you're so nice. Come on. Why are you so nice? Gruden's telling him. Like, get, fire yourself up. Get these guys going. Your, your team, you're supposed to be the leader of this offense when you're on the field, and he's not. Uh, and, you know, that's that. I would rather Baker than have a guy like Nathan Peterman who just doesn't speak up, is really soft-spoken, and, you know, you kind of want to see some fire out of your quarterback. But, Jim, real quick, Baker Mayfield for you. Are you willing Look, to? I love Mayfield. Absolutely. He was my favorite quarterback when he got drafted. I thought he was going to be huge in this league, and I still do. My concern here, though, is, you know, at what point, if he gets into a beef with, let's say, o- Odell Beckham or even Landry, at what point does it become the two wide receivers against him? We're talking about the two great friends in, in Landry and Beckham. If one of them starts having a beef with, with Baker, do they both have a beef right off the bat? And if so, how, how much does that hurt this team? You know, look, they, on, like you keep saying, on paper, it looks great. We've seen other teams that on paper look great. Uh, it's just that with all the intermesh of all the different egos, and we know that Beckham is a prima donna, if this team doesn't get off to a very fast start and he's not getting the ball as much as he likes, how much does he start crying? Right. And when he starts crying, how much does Landry start crying? Uh, you know, it. it when you have this many egos on a team, it, it could be very detrimental. And it's going to be interesting to see if Freddie Kitchens can corral them all. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Baker, you know, to corral his offense. I mean, uh, you know, we'll see. But the chemistry seems to be the biggest question mark uh, with this team because you've got a lot of new faces to coming together. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, a lot of talent that if this team starts losing, I could see them all bickering at each other, and that could be the downfall of the Cleveland Browns of 2019. We'll see, though. Uh, Let's talk about these wide receivers. Odell Beckham, who was wide receiver 13 last year in PPR. He comes in as wide receiver 5 now that he's on the Browns, NFFC, that is, and uh, 14 overall. Jarvis Landry, wide receiver 21 last year, but he drops to wide receiver 29. I feel like people are kind of down and kind of, he's just like floating under the radar this year, Jarvis Landry. Wide receiver 29, 65 overall ADP. I think the fact that Beckham's there, you got Njoku, you got a lot of weapons. Maybe Landry kind of fades into the background. And Land- oh, no. And Landry, I'm not saying, no, he's fading into the background in terms of when we're talking about him. You know, people always That's talk great. about Landry being a that. great wide receiver. Let I know. Him keep, let him keep dropping. But he's a guy that thrives, thrives on targets. Not touchdowns, not yardage, it's targets. He needs a lot of targets to produce. That's the type of uh, receiver he is. He's that underneath type, you know, slot type wide receiver that needs to catch a lot of passes, like an Edelman. Uh, so, well, I, wait, 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 wait. Okay, you know. Uh, he's better. I think he's better. He's a better version, he's but he's that. better than that. Yes. He, he is that. He, he, you know, that's what he did in Miami. That's what he did because those are the quarterbacks he has. Now he has a quarterback that's much better than anything he's worked with before. I think Landry is a great wide receiver. I think he has all the tools to be elite. He's just never had anybody elite throwing him the ball before. I think he could take a major step back up to the numbers he used to see in Miami, and it won't all be based on him getting 100 receptions. I think he'll see some work around the field, get used more, and he's a guy I, I have quite a few shares of. Just because where he's going right now is just a steal in my mind. Yeah, he is going further down. I, I understand what you're saying. I just don't see Landry as more than that target monster that he usually is. 
um, and it's going to be hard to come by. I mean, listen, last year he had Baker at times in the season. He kind of faded away at some point, but then he came back, right? Uh, but like there was a, there was a there was a time period at that point where he, he kind of faded away. One, he was the number one receiver, and defenses didn't have anybody else on the field to, to worry about. Uh, right. Galloway was dropping passes left and right, and the Joker was, was up and down, passes, yeah, and right. So th- all they did was focus all their attention on Landry. Well, now they got to do that to Beckham, and they're going to free up Landry a lot. He's not going to be facing the defenses he was facing last year. Look, people, I, where he's going right now to me is an absolute steal. Yeah, so that's 65 overall, according to the NFFC ADP. Jim thinks it's a steal. I, I'm not sure what to make of Landry right now. I think, uh, I think he's where he should be, in my opinion. Because uh, I don't know if he's going to be that target monster. Uh, then you got other wide receivers here. besides Odell and Landry. You got Callaway, who's facing a four game suspension and also has a, a ankle sprain issue. So you could probably get him for free right now. And Rashard Higgins, who's probably going to replace Callaway in the interim as the wide receiver three on this team, uh, and also could get him Not for free. Not even in the interim. He's probably going to replace him. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, there's time to see that. And let's get into George, the tight end here, which I think is the real. Dark Horse, the real wild card on this team. David Njoku, last year was tight end nine. I don't know if a lot of people knew that in PPR. Cracked the top ten, uh, even though he had an up-and-down season. Uh, and he comes in as tight end ten in NFFC, 101 overall ADP. Uh, another hyped guy coming into this year with this offense. George, is there enough targets to go around for uh, Njoku to be a consistent tight end one in fantasy in 2019? That's going to be the big question, right? Are, are there enough balls to go around for Beckham, for Landry, for Njoku? Chubb's going to get his, too, as far as running the ball there. So uh, you're probably going to need some touchdowns with Njoku, him to be the big red zone threat to really pay off there. But then again, when you're drafting him, you know, the Royal Trio, Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, he's not in there. The next trio, Ingram, Howard, Henry, he's not in there. He's in your third trio, so you're not paying a high price for him. Mm-hmm. I have him at eighth. I have him uh, eight overall uh, behind the top six I mentioned and behind uh, Vance McDonald, but right there with McDonald. So if you want to think of seventh overall, I'm fine with him. I do think there's some upside here. I do think he might take that next big step. And eventually next year, we might be talking with, about him with the Engrams, Howard, and Henrys. I don't think he's going to get up the, the Kelsey Ertz Ert thing or uh, uh, Kittle, someone like that. But I do like the Joku. And if I would have him on a majority of teams, I wouldn't mind at all here. But I, actually, I think there's some upside there, but not massive upside. But he's in that, that same group with quite a lot of other tight ends. He's, you know, if Jim Day grabs the Joker before I do, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about it. There are plenty of other tight ends you to don't grab. don't have to worry but about I do that. Like... All right, so I know Jim Day's not going to take him. I'll have to write that down. Jim Day, no <laughs> joke. I can have him. So, uh, <laughs> always a good thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, you joke with the talent. He's young. Uh, he came in with that influx of, of tight ends. They win the first round. Evan Ingram, him, and O.J. Howard, all looking like they're panning out. Uh, Njoku's kind of a little behind the other two right now. Uh, because, you know, Ingram had a, a certain breakout. Catch. Well, no, he, listen, I think he, I think he needs to develop a little more. I think he needs to, I think he's a little raw, uh, or was a little raw. I think this could be the breakout season for Njoku. Uh, and I think he, like George said, I think he could crack that top six tight ends. Uh, and I have him pretty high too. I have him uh, right behind, I think Vance McDonald I have before him, and then, and then him. Uh, they're really, I could take Njoku ahead of McDonald. I'll take either one, to be honest with you. I think I'll he's going to eat. I Cook over both of them. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I have Jared Cook a little lower. I just don't trust it because uh, he had the one big year and he was non-existent for the most part in his career before that. 
Uh, Joku's a talented kid. I think the upside, don't be modest, George. That upside could be huge for Ninjoku. He has that type of talent. Uh, the, the question is the targets. I think he'll eat, though, in this offense. I think it's Odell, Landry, him in terms of the passing down work. Duke Johnson gone. I think there's some targets to be had here. Uh, I don't think Hilliard's going to get as much as Duke Johnson would have gotten. Uh, uh, until Hunt comes back, I think these guys are going to eat. Jim, one more word before we end the program. You got to worry one last thing about Njoku, and I failed to mention it earlier. He is dealing with a slight knee issue, so keep that in mind. All right. Wait, wait what was that? Let's say that one more time. He's dealing not, with a slight not, knee not, issue right now. Oh, the knee issue. Okay. Yeah, so absolutely. Keep your eye on that. Go ahead, Brian. Play that as we end the program here. Um, fantasy Football Frenzy. Cleveland Browns talk. We, we told you Njoku. We're high on. But careful of that knee issue. Watch him throughout preseason. And uh, the rest of them, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, eight-game suspension. There you have it. Cleveland Browns 2019. We're all hyped about them. We all got them winning division. Uh, and that's it. Start the motion. Get it Here it is. Hard knock. Nathan My Peter. life is running out of lifespan. <laughs> so casual. Like a house mouse. 20 seconds, Nate. Hurry up. <laughs> So casual. Uh, my life is running out of lifespan, John Gruden said. Such a funny personality. I love Gruden. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for the Cincinnati Bengals. For Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Wednesday. BFFs are up next. Fantasy Sports Radio Network presented by Sports Grid. See you all tomorrow. We're out. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in America.
I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I know there's been a couple of guys who had plantar fasciitis, and they were never the same in their career. Was Jimmy Graham one of those guys? Ooh, uh, man. I'm trying uh, to I'm think. I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember. I know that there uh, was two. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah. I believe there was like two guys who had plantar fasciitis uh, in recent history that it was a lingering issue, and it affected them the whole season. Uh, and... Quite frankly, they were really never the same game. I think maybe Victor Cruz was part of that, too. No, Victor Cruz had a different thing, didn't he? he had, no, 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 that I'm might sorry, have been a neat thing. Mixed yeah. up, yeah. Um, let's see, I'm trying I'm to mixing up those two here. injuries, probably. But plantar fasciitis, I know, is a lingering, uh, annoying issue. Um, Graham had it in two, 2013. Okay. Did he have, how, how he, did his he, career? He dealt with it the rest of the season, but missed no games. And how did he do that year? I, I, I gotta go look that up. I don't remember 2013. Crap. <laughs> I thought you were looking at the season, George. No, no, I, I was looking at a different site. All right, George. What do you? Uh, are you concerned with the Cooper thing right now? Does this scare you? Are you staying away? When it, when it comes to plantar fascia or fascia, uh, it's not like a broken bone. There are different levels of it. I've had uh, plantar fasciitis in both feet from uh, from hockey. And I've had very mild cases. Now, you're right. It doesn't go away. It takes a long time. By a long time, I mean it can take a year. There's not much they can do. What plantar fasciitis is, it's a tearing in the tissues at the, on the soles of your feet. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the degree of tear. We're talking a slight tear or a major tear. You know, the major tear, yeah, you're screwed. But there's nothing you can do. You, know, you, can, you can play through it. It's a pain tolerance issue or an uncomfortable tolerance issue. Uh, but it's all about the degree here. Now, with Cooper, it seems to be a mild thing, so we have to... I guess the worst case scenario is, yeah, it may not go away, but he should be able to play through it. You know, he may have to take some pain meds, but even that would seem unlikely. Uh, once again, I'm not comparing myself to a professional athlete. I've had it in both feet. It didn't stop me from doing anything, but mine was a mild case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do everything you want. You, you feel it. It's annoying. It's there. It's certainly uncomfortable. And sometimes it'll go away. You'll feel great. You think, oh, I'm over it. And then it comes back a couple of days later. It's just, it's very, uh, I said, it's annoying. It's really the best way to describe it. It's annoying. If it's a mild case, he'll be fine. If it's more severe, as you talk with other athletes, yeah, it could be an issue here. That being said, if you believe all the reports, which it's still it's silly to kind of do, uh, it looks like he'll be fine. He may not practice until after they leave training camp in Oxford and they get back to Dallas, which case, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But if it lingers into the season, he's missing practice time during the season, then it's a bigger concern to me. But I'm concerned with Cooper anyway. Yeah, I don't think Dallas is going to make this big you know, offensive explosion via the passing game here. Right. Now, gonna, they might try if Elliott keeps holding out, but other than that, I have Cooper a little lower on my rankings than everybody else anyway. 
Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. 